0: what's goody cast mates we are back here on the hard conversations uh, about to get on a, a interesting uh topic uh fertility fraud uh you might not know too much about it you actually might want to go get a dna test you might not you might not know what you might not know you know what i'm saying uh but before we get into that you know what i'm saying i'm here with bb and morgan uh how's your how's your day going so far
1: so far so good for me I can't complain um you know just working on what we talked about yesterday trying to get those taxes together because I'm trying to get this money and and you know I, that's it you know I hear that
2: same yeah. it's a chill day I'm just um I'm just gonna keep looking at flight prices hoping that they go down tomorrow because <laughs> I just can't book it today it's not it's not on my heart yeah, no. Nah, you
0: I always say you gotta book it like on like a Tuesday or like Monday in the middle of the day, like at lunchtime.
2: I think they said Tuesday is the best day to book.
0: Yeah, it's either do it like early, really early in the morning, or like in the middle of the day.
2: Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll check back on Tuesday because it's not, it's not giving today. <laughs>
0: Make sure you close it out though. Don't look at it until Tuesday.
2: That's a good idea.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh but i don't know if y'all heard about uh victoria hill is that does that ring a ring a bell to anybody
1: i've been doing my little research on her Hmm.
0: well so there's an interesting uh scenario that she's in right now right so victoria hill never quite understood how she could be so different from her father in looks and temperament the 39 year old licensed clinical social worker from the suburbs of Connecticut used to joke that perhaps she was she was the mailman's child. Her joke eventually became no laughing matter. Worried about a health issue and puzzled because neither of her parents had suffered any of the symptoms, Hill purchased a DNA test kit from 23andMe uh, a few years ago and sent her DNA to the genetics company Uh, What should have been a routine quest to learn more about herself turned into a shocking revelation that she had many more siblings than just the brothers she grew up with. The count now stands at 22. Some of them reached out to her and dropped more bombshells. Hill's biological father was not the man she grew up with, but a fertility doctor who had been helping her mother conceive using donated sperm. That doctor, Burton Caldwell, uh, a sibling told her, had used his own sperm to inseminate her mother, allegedly without her consent. But the most devastating revelation came this summer when Hill found out that one of her newly discovered siblings had been her high school boyfriend, who, one who she says could have, she could have easily married. I was traumatized by this Hill told CNN in an exclusive interview. Now I'm looking at pictures of people thinking, well, if he could be my sibling, anybody could be my sibling. Hill's story appears to represent one of the most extreme cases to date of fertility fraud in which fertility doctors have misled their female patients and their families by secretly using their own sperm instead of uh, that of a donor. It also illustrates how the huge groups of siblings made possible, in part by lack of regulations, can now lead to a worst-case scenario coming to pass, uh, accidental incest. In this sense, uh, says the new laws, says advocates of new laws criminalizing fertility fraud, Uh, Hill's story is historic. This is the first time where we've confirmed a case of someone actually dating someone they've been intimate with uh, who was their half-sibling, said Jody, Jody Maria, a law professional at Indiana University and an expert on fertility fraud. A CNN investigation into fertility fraud nationwide found out that most states, including Connecticut, have no laws against it. Victims victims of this form of deception face long odds in getting any kind of recourse, and doctors who are accused of it have an enormous advantage in court, meaning they rarely face consequences and in some cases continue practicing according to documents and interviews with fertility experts, lawmakers, and several people fathered by sperm donors. So what are you guys' uh, thoughts on this? I have a lot of questions.
2: <laughs> I have okay, so <laughs> I feel like this is one of those laws that hasn't been made because like why would you do that? <laughs> is it fraud because the doctor because
0: he's not using the the donor sperm, he's using his own sperm.
2: Oh, so she okay, cuz I was going to ask is it that he's going to clinics and he's continuously giving his own sperm under anonymous so he knows he's impregnating women with his own sperm. He's just doing it the, on the illegal way.
0: Well,
1: it's not illegal. It's no. There's no.
2: What is this? Some power trip thing? I don't so, understand. So
1: incest is not illegal, is it? Just frowned frowned upon. I guess it's not incest because nobody actually slept with nobody. Right. But, you, but when you do incest, it leads to kids. Like you know. Those kids are pretty much the same. It's like the same thing. Yeah. Was
2: that the part that was illegal? Or is it that there's no law against a doctor using his own sperm to inseminate someone who who needs a donor?
0: Right. It's the doctor. There's no law against a doctor using... Well, yeah, there's no law against a doctor using his... Lying about using his own sperm to inseminate.
2: Because in theory he can go donate. It's supposed to be anonymous, and then use his own. This got to be like a new kind of sickness,
0: right? Because that and that's what that's what the issue is. The issue is like there's no regulation on it right now. It's not like 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 what it should be done is like you donate your sperm and then it goes to some database and they send it out. You know what I'm saying? Like thirty states away. Like you know what I'm saying. That's how, it, in my opinion, it should be. Uh. This is just wild. He's just like you know, if I get, I'm gonna do it the cheap way. I'm use my own shit, and, and then it's like, and it's so, and it's like, there's a good amount of people that just want to have kids, and it's just like, Jesus Christ, he's gonna just get everybody pregnant, huh? And Not this is what them.
2: that Netflix do- documentary is about, right? Uh which one? Okay, I'll come back with it,
0: but there's yeah, a. But- Yeah, I would say just keep looking into it, but just some more information about, like, basically what's going on. So there's been more than 30 doctors around the country that have been caught or accused of covertly using their own sperm to impregnate their patients. Uh, Some people know about at least 80. Uh, Accountability for the deception has been in short supply. The near absence of laws criminalizing the practice of fertility fraud until recently means no doctors have yet been criminally charged for their behavior. Uh, In 2019, Indiana became the second state more than 20 years after California to pass the statute making fertility fraud a felony. Uh, Even in civil cases that have been settled out of court, uh, the affected families have typically signed uh, NDAs. Uh, basically covering the doctor from any type of uh, public scrutiny. Uh, Meanwhile, some doctors who have been found found out were allowed to keep their medical licenses. Uh, In Kentucky, retired fertility doctor Marvin Usman uh, admitted to using his own sperm to inseminate about a half dozen patients who at the time were unaware that he was the donor. One of them filed a complaint to the state board of medical uh licensing uh when her daughter was born in 1976, learned Usman was the likely father after submitting her DNA to ancestry.com.
1: Wow. So my question is: <clears throat> why would you use your own sperm? Like I, I, David I think you just said something about that Was it a shortage I, I think I misunderstood what you said there It was a shortage in.
0: No it was a shortage of accountability for doctors
1: doing it. I this. thought that's what I heard So yeah. the, there was no explanation as to Why are you using your own sperm Was there also a shortage in the amount of donors they had
0: No I don't think that's the case
1: Because niggas love oh, he... But yeah <laughs> so i'm not understanding make this make sense
0: yeah there's a bunch of people busting nuts in a cup right now that's for sure
2: well he said on on uh, he said that fresh sperm is prioritized over frozen sperm so if the donors don't come on schedule like it's not fresh and on very rare occasions when the donor did not show and no frozen specimen was available he used his own if he otherwise would have been an appropriate donor, like blood type, race, physical characteristics. He just wanted to make sure they had some fresh specimens.
0: Hmm, that's wild. So yes, so Netflix did follow up with a documentary uh, about uh, this Dr. Klein in 2022 that inspired two members of Congress. Uh, actually, one was from Jersey uh, to co-author the first federal bill it's uh, an outlaw a fertility fraud um, I don't see the name of the documentary
2: it's called Our Father
0: okay have you guys taken any
1: uh, DNA tests I, I have I, I did the ancestry test uh-huh. um for uh ancestry.com so mm-hmm. that i can see where my lineage is from but i've never taken a test to determine the validity of my parents and the reason for that is because no matter how much i deny that my father and i do not look alike she yeah. um you see that response right there so really it's you no look point. just like him I don't I don't see it when I, I, I when I tell you Morgan, I don't see it at all. And there's not a judge in America who will put us in the same room and say there's no way. They would be they would be like, get get the fuck away from me. You can't deny this child. And I know that because the way people look at us in public, I mean, we don't even know these people. And they say, Y'all gotta be that's gotta be your son. And it's like, how did you come up with that? Me and him both are like. How did you come up with it? We we stood in the mirror in front of each other. Mm-hmm. And we're like, <laughs> all right, so do you see it? I see that your face look a little slanted on one side. Oh. but Because you know how the mirror, it distorts yes. your face a little bit. Yes, I don't see nothing else. I'm not seeing the resemblance. Now, I look like my sister, and I don't think my sister looks like my father. Mm. So I don't know, but everybody else says we do. So I can't, there's no point in me taking that type of test.
0: Did you ever run into any like uh, kissing cousins? You're like, oh shit!
1: Like cousins that I slept with?
0: Uh, well, no, no. Well, hopefully not. But I'm just saying, like from the uh from the DNA test, did you like run into like people that you didn't even know were family? No. Okay. I had a similar experience. I did twenty three and me to do like.
2: Like I wanted to know what part of Africa my family was from, which I didn't find it to be super helpful. So I think I'm gonna do African ancestry next time. But same, I'm my father's twin. So there was like, there's never been a reason to do a DNA test for parenting. But I will say when I did 23andMe, there were some pretty close relations that popped up on that family tree and I closed it because... Some some skeletons should probably stay buried. <laughs> I don't know what was going on back in the day uh, because it was like cousins kind of thing. And I was like, I don't know.
1: I don't know. I don't want to know. I don't want to ask you I'm going to just stop. Right. I'm going to close the book right here. Yep. Yep. Put that back on the shelf right there up at the top. Furthest <laughs> in the back. There we go. Thank you. Exactly. Leave it to you. <laughs> no, I completely understand that. There are no, there are no family members. And that's how I know that you got to be sick if you look at actual family members and say, oh, damn, he fine as hell. Because there are no family members of mine that I actually, like my actual, like blood that I look at that I'm like, damn, they look good. Now, there's some cousins by marriage. (laughs) (laughs) Like my nigga. (laughs) You won't tell. I won't tell. It's like, no. oh. Oh, hey, cuz, it's my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, no, no actual family members. Do I see? Do I see that with? So I'm not worried. I'm not concerned.
2: I will say on my mom's side of the family, um, and she has a really big family. Like her grandmother had 13 kids. Um, some of them are still in the Bahamas. Most of them came over here. All of them are very clear about knowing your surname because they said our family is so big that it is likely that you might run into a cousin and have no idea it's your cousin. Oh, wow. So, um, yeah. Any any Taylors or Portiers? Don't, don't mess with them.
1: <laughs> so it's like if you meet somebody whose last name is Taylor, you'll be like, okay, wait a minute.
2: Yeah, we need to talk through
1: Let's where that came, where from. You came from. Yes. Right. Okay, yes. wow, wow. Bogs is so uncommon that I have no concerns. <laughs> like, I don't know. My, <laughs> no one's name is Bogs. And when you do see a Bogs, you're like, oh my God. Like it, me and the other Bogs, when we see our name, we're like, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of like when you're in the big room and like you just pop up to see if you're a black brother in yeah! There. Yeah. Um, give give the Yeah, just a head nod. Well, I see a bo- box. hey, <laughs> where you come from? unfortunately typically when I do hear the last name Boggs the person who pops up is white
2: now that's interesting because we we went to a family reunion the Taylor family reunion last summer and we pulled up um, what there was a landowner in the Bahamas named Taylor and Ooh. we were able to, to put our lineage back to that person that that is probably the plantation that our forefather came from.
1: So now, do you feel like Taylor might be that guy? Might be a great great grandfather, or do you just feel like your forefathers adopted that last name? How deep is it? Because so we went I, it, deep, c- mine.
2: It could be either because they did say that that many, many an enslaved person took that name from that plantation and left. But when a couple of us have done DNA tests. My older cousin did a DNA. The one I did was like the mitochondrial DNA. So it went for it went for the mother's, 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 mother. So that showed up as, you know, like 97% West African. She did one that actually tracked a little bit more specifically to a person and found out that our family had roots from the Mali tribe in Africa. Um, also had Scandinavian um, background. Um, And we know we have um, an Irish great-great-great-grandmother. But we did not... We weren't able to trace that that landowner was a family member. But sometimes you have to do the DNA of a couple of family members to get, like, that full spectrum.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's important. It gets really... um... It gets, it gets to be a lot when you really go into it. Uh, when we go off the air, I'm actually going to show you mine, but you got to go on both sides as well. Yeah. Or you'll get completely lost in your own lineage because you'll be yeah. like, wait, this doesn't make sense. And it's like, oh, shit. I got to go look at grandma's side. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like, yeah. You know?
1: And then it's like, well, wait a minute. This doesn't make sense. Oh, I got to look at grandma's grandma's side.
2: Yeah. And
1: it's like, oh, my gosh. You know, so It's a lot of fun to go into your history, but it damn sure ain't fun when you go into it and you find shit out like this. Yeah. 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 Like your (laughs) town
2: pops up with like 20 things. You're like, what the heck is going on? And you, especially if you're from a small town. Oh my gosh. (laughs)
1: Man, you done slept with your prom date. You done slept with your boyfriend <laughs> no. in the eighth grade. You done no. slept with your, your partner in physics. And all of them um, are your brothers. I you know, I think I was have that to the grave
2: and moved the heck well, out of that town.
0: Well, that's the issue with that Veronica Hill was going through with her high school boyfriend, is the uh her half brother. Uh she wasn't he wasn't the only person he she knew in the community uh that she well that's the one the only one that she slept with uh she went to elementary school with another one uh she said two of them lived across the street from her when she was growing up
1: wow and these are her brothers
0: yeah these are like all her half siblings Wow, because it was just the doctor it was the
1: doctor in that area so he was
2: thank goodness that she didn't have kids but also like everybody was infertile
1: yeah Yeah. what's up with the town there's another side of that like what the hell
2: that's a lot for a small town
1: yeah because you got two right across the street you got you know like people that's close to you it's it's a lot going on with the infertility in that town yeah that's true so a lot of things that need to be investigated. I was about to say because there might be something to these doctors ejaculated in that cup.
0: Yeah.
1: It was like, God damn it, I'm about to lose my practice. <laughs> 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 it's not looking good. Um, that is absolutely crazy. I can't believe this is taking place. Um, it, goes, it goes to uh, Well, it brings me to the question, uh, why do we feel like there is such a decline in people having kids, right? It really does start with the millennials, right? We do know as millennials ourselves, none of us have kids. Um, It's just not something that is first priority anymore. Now, don't get me wrong. There are many uh, millennials, people that I went to college with who shacked up in college and made it a mission to make sure to get engaged and married and have a baby by the time they finish with school so it's a lot of people who are still into the traditional route but a lot of us are not taking that route. what do we think that may be Is it something that's going on like a, a lack of fertility or what is it? why do we feel like there's a decline and because there's definitely a, a huge decline.
0: Yeah, just to uh, give some numbers behind it, uh, the the teen birth rate hit a record low in twenty nineteen, uh, with reports showing that fewer than one point seven birth per one hundred teen girls from ages fifteen to nineteen, uh, the teen birth rate fell sharply since twenty
2: seven, uh, since two thousand and seven, um. Well, that's to be celebrated because most of the time those aren't planned, so that's a good thing. Yes,
0: but the overall fertility rate in the U.S. declined from 2015 to 2020, uh, reaching a low of fewer than six births per 100 women ages 15 to 44. Hmm. Uh The number of births Actually, the data uh, also revealed from 2015 to 2019, 24 was the average age at which women gave birth to her first child, while the average man uh, had his first at 27. In previous years, those averages were 23 for women and 25 for men. So people are having kids later. Well, they're less kids, but they're also having them later if they're having them. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Why do we think that is?
0: I think it's just, I guess it's just society changing, I guess, right? It's like priorities, I guess, changing. I think it's becoming more of a... I guess i i don't want to say it like this but i guess more of like a, a selfish thing or it's like oh, be...
1: how dare you <laughs> how dare you
2: well when you say selfish what do you mean selfish
0: selfish as in like you know what i'm saying i want to do me i like just
1: doing what i want to do i don't, I don't think to do that. that's selfish it's not oh, selfish. yeah that's what i'm saying it, it, it could it be perceived as it, but it's it's uh... that could be one reason but i don't think that is the reason i mean when oh, i don't think when... that is the reason um I...
0: I don't know. Actually, I don't know what the reason could be. Really, I mean,
1: when your parents bought a house at one hundred and fifty thousand, and now the same house for us, if we wanted to buy it, is at eight hundred. You don't. You don't see.
0: But that's not that's stopping you from having a
1: a a kid. Hell
2: yeah. No, really, because it's not just that. It's we're not we're not married are we we came out as the most college educated generation ever like remember when we applied to college and had high hopes and found out everybody applied the same year we
1: (laughs) so Mm -hmm. all
2: the schools got harder to get into we came out super educated all the jobs were like you need a a bachelor's at minimum and you need some some work experience and we're like where are we supposed to get work experience we just got out of college so like
1: but guess what? Also, inflation was happening at the same time. Yes, the, the housing same... bubble
2: popped before Boom. we got before to the we housing got market. there.
1: Exactly, and then you got inflation happening, and then you got a almost complete halt in the increase in wages.
2: Yes, and then we came out with debt because all of us got a college degree,
1: which also so came out with ended debt increasing wow because college tuition increased while we were in school.
2: Yeah. And, and I remember Chris Christie did some real jacked up things to people's grants and whatnot for those New Jersey people that went to school in New Jersey, which didn't apply to any of us. <laughs> we were definitely going to be paying those out of state costs, but, exactly. um, I think that what, like, uh, you know, let's say that the average, that our average friend came out of school making what, like 45, $50,000. If, if you got a good job right out of school, right, and that, it went straight back to loans. Right. So not only did we, we, the inflation was happening. Our paycheck didn't go as far as we hoped it would have. Um, we had these college backgrounds w- and thought we would be able to go for jobs that, that the, the, I feel like the, the job market kind of got saturated with a bunch of people with, with bachelor's degrees Um. It to have, I feel like in the safe space to have a child, those things didn't apply to us.
1: Absolutely not. There was no safe space.
2: You, we we went, a lot of us went back home. Or if you were now, and if you either you went back home and you were living with your parent, which is like not an ideal place to have your own kid, or you went back and found your own apartment, now you got rent and your apartment. Where's the money for a baby?
1: And again, our parents were paying $600 max in rent. We were That's not. Crazy. David, you know. Those how are car payments, payments are. now.
2: <laughs> Got that right.
1: So, I mean, yeah. I do blame it on the fact that we're not making no money the way they used to do it. That we, we don't. And they're not. And the people who are saying to us, oh, well, why do you think that is? Are the very people who caused it? Yeah. And
2: even right now, the average home in new jersey what like a three-bedroom home in new jersey is four hundred and fifty thousand dollars. taxes are insane and mortgage interest rates are really high so like even if you're in a good financial place like it's just not a good time to buy a home and like you want your own home when you get a
1: kid and it's not about affording the home like oh i can't buy it right now i cannot buy it it's about maintaining it yes and if you buy a home you got to be able to keep that
2: sucker up because honestly, that, that's a, the average home is not a new construction that doesn't need attention right away. The average home is an older home. That as soon as you move in, that oil tank that was in the front that you thought wasn't going to be a big deal is a big deal.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, so sociologists pointed to a few factors that may have explained these trends. Uh, one is that contraception has become more reliable uh, while others are... While another is that people are getting married later in life, and most births in the U.S. still happen within marriage. Uh, A quote that they have are, people are waiting to have kids until they feel ready that they've got a good job. They feel mature enough to devote themselves to parenting. They feel like they're going to have a good partner, uh, said the director of Carolina Population Center at the University of uh, North Carolina at Chapel Hill.
1: that's that's the thing too marriage is a business and there's a lot of focus on prenuptial agreements and who's going to take what whether or not there is a prenuptial agreement is always in the back of the of the mind and back in the 1950s and you know the 30s 40s and 50s when marriage you know was happening that wasn't really a thing you know women were there to be the housekeeper to be the homemaker Um, now because of all the financial gains or losses that you, you could stand a lot is focused on making this marriage a business so that's why people i feel like are getting married a lot later
2: it's also interesting that you said contraceptive is more reliable because that meant that <laughs> part of the reason the numbers were up was people just kept accidentally having kids
1: wow hmm. yeah interesting. That, interesting there's
0: definitely a lot of uh, oops babies for sure I'm a oops baby
2: so you know people love to say that the pullout method works
0: <laughs>
2: Facts. but I really want to go into a group of 100 people and be like who was a pullout baby yeah it don't work because it, it don't work <laughs> um yeah I think that I, I, I mean that sounds like spot on with what we talked about like we're not in a financial position to have kids we're getting married later. If, if you were here for last week's episode, the dating scene is trash. Yeah. we're in debt. We don't own homes.
0: And it's funny that you said that literally the next the next line was another possible, though less influential factors is uh, medically assisted reproduction techniques such as in vitro federalization, uh, which are helping some people have kids at older ages. Uh, primarily, primarily those with higher incomes or coverage that service as a benefit through their employer. So that's another one.
2: If we got to freeze these eggs. We got to freeze these eggs.
0: Yeah, and, I'm and, not rushing it. Exactly, and that goes back to the saying that like people are just w- w- waiting to like. Be ready to enough to de- uh, devote themselves to parenting. Like,
1: yeah, uh, I'm just waiting uh, to make one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. When I do, then I'll consider it.
2: we serious <laughs> because that's about how much you need to make to live comfortably in the tri-state
1: area. Absolutely,
2: seventy-five doesn't do what it used to do.
1: And it's, again, we need, we got to stop thinking, oh, let's just get the kids out there and, and get family members. Let's stop looking listening to grandma. Give me some grandbabies. I need my grandbabies. Okay. You got well, grandbaby you money. You ain't leaving me shit. Nope. So when you pass away, I still got to work too hard. So I need to do generational wealth. Let's start thinking generational wealth, which means do not have these kids until you can put that into your vocabulary.
2: Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, like I want to have kids and not have to then compromise the lifestyle that I was living before kids. Absolutely. Like now I've introduced kids into this lifestyle and I can afford yes. this lifestyle. Not let like, me show well, I you, guess,
1: let me show you how I live.
2: Yeah. Instead of like, well, we thought we were going to get a house, and we got a kid that's not working anymore. <laughs> we used to go on vacation. We're not going on vacation with this kid anymore.
1: When a, when a kid comes into your life, it needs to be as seamless as, oh, we were buying a house. It's, it's going to be a three-bedroom, but now we got to get a four. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's just so crazy. That should be the biggest worry I have.
2: Because daycare is Catholic school tuition now. Yes. If you don't live in a state with universal health care, I mean, universal pre-K, which starts at what? Three? I think New York has universal pre-K that starts at three. New Jersey does not have universal pre-K unless it's in a low-income area. Um, And if you have to go back to work before they turn three, you got to pay for that. And it is crazy. It's like a a cheap place is $400 a week. Uh, Why are we even charging people by the week?
0: Why are you checking these numbers?
2: Because uh, the friends I have that have kids have been natural birth control for me
0: facts that is so true
2: they're like yeah we're trying to figure out what program we're gonna put the kids in and i'm like oh like it's so expensive and in my head expensive is you know i don't know maybe another car payment like it's another 500 a month no it's 500 a week and these are my friends that are resourceful that find good programs with government grants and they're making good money they're in two two um parent households where both parents work and I'm watching these people who are smart, intelligent, resourceful people still spending like two thousand a month on their on their toddler. What is the rush? Yeah.
0: yeah. And then like, that's like my biggest thing. Like, like so my situation was I basically like raised my nephew. Like since he was born, like I've I've done everything with him. Like take him to all his recitals, all his classes, after school activities, showed him how to ride a bike. Like I've already done that. And so I'm like, uh I don't want to do this again. I feel like that's already put enough years on my life.
2: It's a commitment. That's the other thing too. Like you wanna you wanna want the child yeah
0: a life commitment
2: yeah because this person's gonna be in your face all day every day you want to have wanted them to be there
1: yeah and you know i don't want to be a Debbie downer but there's so many parents who go through uh postpartum depression Mm
0: -hmm. or
1: do things like off themselves or you know god forbid take their child's life because they just didn't understand what being a parent actually meant, especially that first um, you know, that first like twenty-four months really.
2: Yeah,
0: where yeah. they're like, really
2: dependent on you.
0: That's another thing. That's another thing. That's another birth control pill for me. It's just like having to like go through like I know what my kid's gonna go through. I don't want to be put into a situation like uh take care of Maya. I don't want to be put in a situation like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are all the things that you gotta factor in when when committing to having a child, in my mm-hmm.
2: opinion. No, there should be thought that goes into it. So that you're prepared.
1: Yeah, just the maturity of it all, you know. So many, like like you guys said, so many people are oops babies. Um it's okay to uh, adopt you know actually people really need to make adoption more of a uh, you know a, a safe zone and need to look at it as something to be proud of because there's so many people out there who are really um, they should be parents they are great people mm-hmm. they would make a wonderful parents but they just can't do it and they want to do it the natural way they want to do things the way they want to get it done but you know you are probably harboring or hosting or have taken away the child that was supposed to be theirs so um a lot and a lot of times it's just a matter of and i'm talking about when uh, someone who just doesn't want their child when they tell people that they want to adopt it's like they frown on them like oh you want to give your baby away you know, you're a bad parent. No, that actually makes you if you're not mature mature enough to handle being a parent for the life of that eighth, that of that child, you are the best parent by giving them to someone yeah. who can, can help them.
2: Yeah, being mature about yeah. not having a skill set to do it. Absolutely. Or the resources. Yeah, no, I I, I don't I don't I don't especially because now there are options to wait you know because I feel like a lot of women in previous generations are like I'm doing it because at this point I'm on my biological clock and I do want children so I'm I, I gotta do it now or I'm, I'm gonna run out of eggs like now that we have other options give it an extra five years so you can be in the in the category you want pay wise the mindset you want and then do it then Everybody makes jokes about being an old parent. Like, oh, your child's going to be running around and you're going to be in your 40s. So be it then. You know what (laughs) I'll be able to afford? A nanny.
1: Yep. And you know what? My kids are going to be well off after I'm gone. Yep. I'll be an old grandma
2: and I'm okay with that.
1: Yep. Because listen, trying to take care of kids when you ain't ready that adds a that adds years. Yes, it adds a lot of years on you. <laughs> so, uh, I do hope that you know this was something that opened up people's eyes. A lot of our castmates, uh, you know, who may be thinking about having kids or uh, about to have kids or whatever it may be, you know, definitely, definitely think about that. Also, if you are donating. Right, um, I'm wondering if you know after hearing this story, actually, people who around the country have heard about it and know that they are adopted have uh, took a test. You know, I wonder if it sparked a lot of uh, te- like a rise in test taking. You got what do you guys think?
0: Oh yeah, for sure. You find out who your daddy
1: is.
2: That's right. so awkward. I'd be afraid to at this point. <laughs> huh? Like I don't want to know. Good point.
1: Good point. Like maybe not. <laughs> Let me
2: live my life in peace.
1: Do I really want to know that?
2: Oh man. He That's like, so unethical. What he was
0: imagine doing. Imagine being a couple, be like a lot of people say we look alike.
2: Oh no.
1: Has anybody ever told you like you know how siblings play around and they say, um, um, you know, you know, um I I you're not my sibling or you were adopted or something like that. Has anybody ever made you feel like that, or made you feel like you know what? I, should I go get a test, or is these is this my parent? Is this my mom?
2: There are too many there are too many genetic things that popped up in me for anybody to be able to to deny me. When I'm at the Gaynor household, I look like everybody there.
1: Mm-hmm. When I'm
2: when I'm at I like I I think I look more like my dad, but like when my mom and I are together, there is no denying I'm her kid. It we just it's the same as BB. Like you can't they couldn't yeah. get rid of me if they tried. There right. would be there would be baby pictures of us and we couldn't figure out who was who.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Guru? Uh
0: yeah, no. Like the only time I I would have possibly even thought about that, I probably just got my ass beat. Um
2: but... wait, are
1: you saying you <laughs> that's really? different? We always we always, saw... we always...
2: <laughs> So you were the one wishing it. Like, you know, I don't even belong here.
1: You know, you wouldn't believe how many bitches my mother was when I used to my
2: <laughs>
1: I would be cursing in that room, you know, motherfucker this, and I hate this fucking place. I wish I was never here.
0: <laughs> oh, what? Yeah, no, and, was... then, and then
1: what used to bother me the most is when she would bust in like, you hungry? No, I ain't fucking hungry. <laughs> I, I'm, an apology. I'm sore. <laughs> I made dinner. <laughs> You know that was the apology. Like, come on. I, I they it. knew
2: you were hungry, too.
1: <laughs> and they knew you was hungry. hungry. You know I'm sitting here tired. I just took me a good-ass nap after that cry. Cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that, that nap after that uh, ass whooping? Uh, <laughs> ooh, that was a good nap. Yeah, that's... Oh, that's funny man that was something but yes castmates we do enjoy our time with you guys I think that's a wrap for this topic let us know again and send us a, a email what do you guys want to hear um, you know what do you guys think about the show the hard conversation is for at gmail.com again that's the hard conversations for at gmail.com uh, what do you guys have planned for the rest of the week I know that we got taxes going on um, president's Day. It, you know, just passed. Did you got, were you guys off for President's Day on Monday?
2: Yes. No. <laughs>
1: no, Morgan, you have to work.
2: I work at a hospital and they never close. So oh, if, right.
1: if we right. want to be out, we got
2: to take the day off. But I took some days um, later this week.
1: So I mean, even, even the management, like you guys don't get those days off.
2: We get the legal holidays. So, like, since I'm an outpatient, we'll get like New Year's Day. July 4th, Memorial Day, but the smaller holidays, that we have like floating holidays, so if you take it, it doesn't come out of your bank and if you don't take it, they add a day to your bank but you still got to request it off like you would any other day and it's still like, the offices are open and everything.
1: Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. I have
2: a couple of new staff that act like they don't know that. So they just don't show up. Like, oh, I thought it was a holiday. Why do you think that?
1: Didn't Was you it confirm on your calendar? clinic
2: for Monday? <laughs> you... <laughs> Bring your behind it
1: <laughs> Exactly. I'll be calling. Um, You were supposed to be here. Where are you? Oh, I thought we were off. We're not. You want to log not. in? Thanks. <laughs> I'll be like, wasn't you supposed to report in? You better get here. <laughs> I'm here. You get here. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm
2: yeah. going to be here, you got to be here. <laughs>
1: And I'm docking you, so you know. Um, <laughs> all right, Castmates, it's been real. Another good episode. Mm-hmm. Um, We will see you guys next week. See ya.